from Durham University. She recently published an article entitled The Magical Language of Unrealistic Venture Ideas in Social Entrepreneurship. She co-authored this paper with Pablo Munoz. It has been recently published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Taylor and Francis. Mariska, welcome to our podcast. Hello, Vincent. Thank you so much. Can you tell us, what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? Okay, thank you. Um, well, myself and my co-author, Pablo Munoz, had experience volunteering for a social enterprise incubator um, that was hosting um, business plan competitions. And so we had access to data and to insights and, um, and the use of language that social entrepreneurs used um, in their, their pitches for a, a new future. Um, and uh, and these are very promising uh, stories, and they're um, they uh, uh, evoke a, a utopia, but they can also be a bit over the top, um, as one judge said. And um, and how they they casted the the current world as uh, dystopian, and how their solution would bring us towards a utopia. It um, it had a tendency of overpromising social change. Um, and just to uh, share a few few examples, um, you know, promising for all a peace of mind or that they would employ happiness gurus or give away 75% of, um, of profits to social change mission and, and, and other and sometimes using really strong provocative language that might even implicate the reader in um, in um, you know um, being um, having negative impact on 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 uh, the environment or or society, and so it was pretty charged uh, social change type of language, and we we wanted to know why why social entrepreneurs were choosing to use this. Um, this type of language in their pitches when so much was at stake. They had gone through earlier um, business plan competitions and they were now at a, at a second level facing funders, facing opportunities for legitimacy, in-kind professional services, and extended network and, and mentoring. So it just, it wasn't rational and it didn't make sense and it was over over the top. And um, this puzzle was just fascinating because these people were often, um, they were educated, um, they were professionals. Uh, many of them, this was a second career. And um, so why were they choosing to, to do this? We began a bit um, critical with it and um, you know, it's, oh, are these you know wanting to be heroes? You know, um, and is this a dark an expression of a dark side of of social entrepreneurship? But we realized that um, no, <laughs> they're doing this with an intention. It's it's our uh, role as researchers to understand what that intention is and um, and what what is this phenomenon about? What was the for you, the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenge or challenges in addressing such a question? Okay. Um, so the main challenge was, well, first I'll have to lead up to that and share that we had some, some a pretty good um, step towards, and then we hit a wall. So I will share that we had, we had the data, we had 
ample amount, uh, over 300 uh, pages of judges' feedback and almost 200 pages of business plans and um, and, and, and video footage. We had ample, ample data that allowed us to look at the conversations between um, judges and, and social entrepreneurs. And we um, we had access to speech X theory, which was an excellent analytical tool that allowed us to to look at um, the attention, the intention, the sincerity, the context, the performativity of of, of words. Um, now, coming to where we hit the wall is, well, we were able to analyze what what they did, what they were doing, but the 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 why, you know, um, and really wanting to make a thorough case, a full understanding of of why. Now we had access to um, we were using narrative theory, and um, and so that gave great insights to social construction, but it was really um, Alistair Anderson's work in in entrepreneurship and regional development that gave this motivation to be a bit braver, you know, maybe a little unconventional ourselves, and um, and so we leveraged. Um, Magical realism, uh, a genre of um, uh, of literature that uh, creates um, scenes of belief and disbelief and holds that tension to provoke a, a reader's sense of reality and challenge a, a reader is um, um, so that they can, you know, perhaps have a, new, a metanoia and a new new way of of understanding. Um, social uh, injustices and, and see what couldn't be seen before. So that that was um, that was the the challenge is how to move this forward um, in a meaningful way that that brought credit um, to the the data that we had and and spoke to um, you know resonated with what the social entrepreneurs were were doing and um, thankfully we we found the right resources for for doing that. What are the, the main contributions of this paper? Um, so this study advances entrepreneurial na narratives um, by revealing a linguistic approach to venturing for social change. We show uh, language's performative power in creating dark and bright narratives of tension and the po um, potential used to construct un unrealistic ventures. So that is the, 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 the main uh, contribution that there's that they're intentionally um, using this provocative, poetic uh, language, and that that created um, disbelief and enthusiasm with uh, with the audience, and that this tension actually had a, a certain um, uh, power to it that that created an, an a very interesting effect. Um, so this contribution is interesting and unique because normally we hear that. Um, entrepreneurial pitches are rational, um, that they're using language to make the unknown very clear to the audience. And yet we see with these social entrepreneurs that it's it's actually the the, the opposite of using language more creative more creatively to stir kind of an inner and emotional um, experience with the audience. So um, essentially, we are we argue that social entrepreneurs are not only seeking resources and legitimacy through their documents, but that they're also proselytizing and provoking social change um, with uh, with judges as gatekeepers of you know our realities. During your research journey, what was your 
biggest surprise or maybe the most counterintuitive result? Um, the, the, the biggest surprise was my, uh, our own metanoia. You know, at first, starting from feeling um, more more critical, and um, you know, we're going to analyze uh, the language and and you know have a, what seemed on the surface quite um, obvious case that this is not rational, and of course, these will offer implications of how to perform better, and um, and watching my 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 own transformation as this uh, analysis as this research went on and starting to feel like well wait a minute why why not have happiness gurus why not give away 75% why why does that trigger in me that that is not a, a rational pitch um, so that that was that was interesting, um, and I I feel um, you know I have pro-social convictions, so it was interesting to uh, to witness my myself and my my own own challenges and transformation through the uh, through the research. What are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, managers, policymakers, practitioners in general? The main one um, for social entrepreneurs, it might still be wise to consider your your audience and your ultimate goals. Now, if your ultimate goal is to use the venture as an expression of a social movement um, and to use this platform, um, uh, you know, for 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 that uh, for that rhetoric, then. Um, then by all all means be as provocative as as you would wish but it if it is needed to um, uh, to financially sustain uh, yourself and you need seed money then it, it uh, it's wise to be strategic and consider the the audience needs um, such as building common ground <laughs> at, at first before moving into um, into more challenging language. For incubators, uh, the implication is to prepare judges um, they, to be more tolerant of uh, provocative and, and poetic social change language, to not necessarily dismiss the potential of um, a, a social business plan because of the, the ideology um, that is explicit in, uh, in the language. Um, Those, those are the, the, the two big take-homes for practitioners and uh, entrepreneurs. Thanks a lot, Marishka, for participating to our show and presenting your paper entitled The Magical Language of Unrealistic Venture Ideas in Social Entrepreneurship. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship.cird.com and on the main podcast platforms.